Podcast. This is Matt Chalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava, and it is Sunday. So it is a new week. It's a new month. It's wild that it's already November. I mean, think about it. it the, the year's gone. I don't know. Maybe for you, it hasn't gone fast, but for me, it's gone very, very fast. I remember very, very clearly exactly what I was doing this time of year. I was running around Ross Marshalls. I remember going to racks, uh, looking at retail tags, kind of my eyes almost popping out of my head because there was like so many different things that I would find. I found a J. Crew jacket for that was like retailing, I think at $300 and I found it for about 60. Now that may have been a bad buy because I still have it. And I should have probably taken a few offers on that that have come my way, but I was a little bit more naive then than I am now. And I wanted to hold out for a little bit more, but I've come to terms with sometimes realizing that offers are better to be taken than just let aside. And so, but there are so many things that I've, I've found last year at Ross and Marshall's and all these places, a couple coach jackets that retailed about $1,400 that I got for 300 bucks and not a good investment, returned them. They went back on clearance the next week for $37. So picked them back up again because that's a steal. Um, there were countless shoes that I picked up, but really a lot of the things they were restocking were clothing and there was a lot of clothing to be had. So I would encourage you now is the time they're doing a lot of really good, uh, clearances to get ready. There's, there's going to be a lot of sales coming up just because black Friday they're, they're doing like black Friday month right now. So I already see black Friday stuff on targets website. Like the whole thing's become a joke like at this point it's november 1st i'm seeing black friday ads it's saying black friday deals and it's november 1st like black friday is i think november 29th this year like it's not even close and we're not really going to have one because people aren't going to stores and stuff like i get that but they're running deals for black friday at the beginning of november it it's far beyond what it once was but there are some deals to be had. I would keep your eye out for places like Amazon, Target, Walmart.com. You're going to be able to find some deals on there that is going to be a small arbitrage. Usually, they're going to be deals within a tight window. So people aren't going to realize it's going to be like a blip. And people won't really realize that things went on sale. So they'll still be paying those regular prices that they're going for on eBay, even though the price may have been cut in half or, or to a quarter of what it originally was. And that's a time to strike. If you can find a deal like that, Walmart, Target, um, Amazon, they're having really good deals right now. There's extended return policies, which is always good. Now, Walmart and Target of 90-day return policies. I wish Amazon would uh, would implement that for themselves, not for sellers, because that's tough. You don't want that. Eh, I guess you really don't want that to be the norm. Never mind. Because us as sellers, we don't want to be doing 90-day return policies. I mean, that, that would be a nightmare. It's already a nightmare enough with 30-day return policies, but 90-day would be a little bit nightmarish. But you know what I mean? As a, as a buyer, you would almost want that, right? That would be awesome to have 90 days return something like you have at Walmart and Target. So there's extended return policies there. There's extended return policies up through, I think if anything's bought between like now and one date in December, I'll have to get those out. I want to do a return policies episode because it's it sounds a little bit lame, but what we're running into right now is we're running into Q4 returns. So Q4 returns, if you don't know, a lot of return policies are extended and if you buy within a window, it's usually like the beginning, like middle of October to like near Christmas time in December. If you buy within that window, your return date, I 
think is January, somewhere between January 20th of 2021 and January 25th. Somewhere around those dates, a lot of stores will extend the return policies so that you can buy stuff for people you feel comfortable buying for somebody that you love or somebody that you care about. That person doesn't like it, fine. After Christmas, they go return it. They get what they want. It's It works out for the stores because a lot of times people are more apt to buy and people will take the items back and get in-store credit and use it for something else that they want if they don't like the original item. So it works out for them very well. But for us as sellers, you have a lot of time to be able to hold stuff and to be able to return stuff. So I did that last year. I went way, way, way overboard very very overboard as to I was just buying everything anything that looked like it had any sort of profit in it I'd buy it I would hold it till the end of January and then when that date came around all of January I was doing returns so it was a mess it was a nightmare I'm not going to do it again because it was a huge time waste and it is something though that you can do and you can you can find an item and say hey I don't really know what this is going to do but I got three months to sell this thing let's let's make it happen let's see what happens you go out there yeah you have three months in November December and most of January go out there and make it happen you're gonna have sales rolling in through the end of January barring that something doesn't happen to the economy now if something happens to that and there's a lot of different factors playing into that if something happens to the economy all bets are off but if something doesn't happen to the economy and we just keep rolling along we're gonna have a lot of sales typically they go through the end of january so this is the time to hustle this is the time to get your money made because february march april they're not really it's they're a lot more of a down month and so like all those months are not really that heavily uh, sold you don't really make a lot of sales then so it's a good time to pivot it's a good time to learn And that's what my plan is going to be. I'm going to be learning a lot now, and I'm going to be learning a lot then because there's so much to take in, and there's so much you can execute on. So that's been huge for me. But today has been a lot of getting things done for me, and that's always a good day for me. I'm somebody who likes to do, not somebody who enjoys planning that much. I I, I wish, I'm one of those people who's like, I wish I had the time to plan because it'd be super beneficial, but I want to be getting things done. That's kind of my mindset, and it's not correct because planning is is really the the main foundation of getting things done you have to have a plan you have to be able to organize yourself and get things put properly and so I've begun doing that a lot better with my business I'm excellent with it with work with how I have my things that I need to get done and then I have I'm able to track what I need to have done and what I need to get done and what I need to get it done by very well for my day job because I, I just I took time I took I think I took like literally a day and just sat down and said okay I know that I have things to do right now, but this is this day I'm going to dedicate to making sure that for the rest of the time I work here, I know exactly how to keep myself organized and organize my notes, organize my assignments, organize everything about my day very, very easily and make it so that I have a system so that from now on to the end of the time I'm here, which however long that may be, I know it's a template. It's a very easy system to keep up. Maybe I'll do tweaks here and there, but from here on out, I'm going to use the system because I'm going to think of what is the best way to do this. And if something else comes up that's better, fine, I'll tweak it then. But for now, this is what I'm going to roll with. And so about sometime this week, I did that with my business, which you would think, okay, he would. why wouldn't you do that from the start? But for me, it was like, I just got so much to do. I got so much to do. Finally, it caught up to me where I was going, I don't. I'm not accomplishing what I should be. I'm not getting what I need to get done in a day done. And I started looking, I started reorganizing. I I really kind of aligned the way I do things with my business to how I do things at work, which is really good because I'm very, I just, I'm able to track and, and keep things organized very well there. So 
for for this, uh, um, I'm doing the same thing now, and it's been awesome. I've been able to keep track of what I need to do. I'm able to check things off. I've been making a lot of tweaks to my. I made like a planner sheet in Microsoft OneNote, which, in my opinion, is the best tool for notes and note taking. And it's just it's very versatile, and I love it. And so there's things that I would change about it, but for the most part, it does what I need it to do, and it comes free on like a Windows computer, so it's like the best. It's a free app, and then I have it on my phone. And I have them all synced up, so like whenever I need to do something, it's on my phone, it's on my iPad, it's on my computer, it's on my work computer. All my notes are always with me, so I love that. And so I've basically just been taking today chipping away at the things I have to do, going through my assignments list, adding new assignments that I need to get done. Um, I, I just have it as an assignments list, but they're they're my own assignments. But, you know, I, I go through the things I need to get done, and I've been getting a lot done today. And the one thing I rolled around to today that I have had on my list since July, which is a long time, but it's something I've always been able to push off because it's not, you know, in quotes, that important, which you know, it is important, but I just didn't think of it that way. The thing I've put off is FedEx shipping costs. And that is one of the biggest things that a lot of people overlook. When you ship with FedEx, FedEx is not billed to you regularly like USPS. And I don't ship a lot with UPS on eBay, so I'm honestly not sure the last time I did ship with them. But I don't know if I've ever ever shipped with them on eBay. So I can't really say whether or not they bill you at the time that you buy it or the time after the month, but FedEx does it weird. So they give you an estimate of what it's going to cost, and then at the end of the month, they give you the actual cost, which kind of, you just wish that they would give you the actual cost, but I guess they're kind of covering themselves saying, if this person gives me fake dimensions and stuff, we're going to need to check that and verify it and bill them. So it works both ways. They may have a different way that they give eBay a better cut with that so that we get a better cut and stuff. There's there's all sorts of reasons why they may do that, but for whatever reason, they do it, and it probably works out better that way because they make money and, and the post office loses money. So like, they, like FedEx turns a profit at the end of the year. The post office has been losing money for like 20 years now. So there's there's some sort of reason to why they're doing it probably. I just don't know why. But for us, it's a little bit harder. So what I do is I take uh, a... A sell for each week of a month so like one through four or one through five depending on like how many weeks there are there's four weeks but some weeks have like an extra I don't know three days so I'll just count that as the fifth week in that month and then I'll estimate the amount of cost of shipping based off of what they give me so every time they give me your estimates 14 bucks I just you know plus 14 dollars and like the next one 17 like plus 17 dollars and it adds up and for that week I have an estimate of what the shipping is and then at the end of the month I'm supposed to go through I'm supposed to go to the invoice tab on eBay there is a place where you can download as like an excel spreadsheet your invoice and it tells you what item what the payment was for so like if it was a uh, FedEx shipping cost or if it was a final value fee or whatever they want to call it you know it shows you what that is then it shows you the cost and it shows you the date and I'm supposed to go through there download all that and then just do a quick couple formulas and honestly I can make the formulas they're not that hard where it just automatically does it for me right just copy and paste it into this template sheet I have and it tells me exactly what my shipping costs were for the month well, I haven't been doing that. So for like the past four months, I haven't been recording what my shipping costs actually were. So I went back in and I started doing that today and I had a few shockers and some of it was human error. So like I had accidentally added something up wrong and um, included all my final value fees. So that was like a huge shock. I was like, what the heck? I didn't, I didn't spend this much on shipping. I know that. Um, but 
you know, some of the months were a little bit less than what I projected to spend, and some of the months were way over. I think September, I it showed that I spent like nine hundred dollars in FedEx shipping, where I'd only estimated about five hundred. Now I think I'd been missing a lot of added in uh, shipping costs for that. I don't think I added them in whenever I paid for the shipping. You know, it was a late night or something. But September, October, I got a little bit lazy and I haven't been recording immediately as a sale goes in. You know, I'm busy with something at work. I'm not going to open my Excel sheet and record it. But I need a better system of being able to say, okay, this sold. I need to mark it down so that way I go back tonight or maybe I go back at the end of the week or whatever. I need to pick a time each month. And what I'm basically, why I'm telling you this is because if you're going to run a business like this, you got to run it like a business. And that's something that I haven't been doing to the fullest of my potential. I haven't been running it like a business because I've just been kind of lackadaisical with the numbers. And that's the essential part of the business. That's the part that I really enjoy too. I mean, I love everything about it. I love going to source. I love being able to sell things. That's great. But my kind of like my specialty or the thing that I really enjoy that people wouldn't enjoy most often is the numbers. I Some people like to ship. Some people like to list. Those people are crazy, by the way. No offense if you like to list, but I don't know. It's just super boring to me. But the numbers, all right, you may think I'm crazy because the numbers part is something I really love to dig into. So for me, I'll be going through. I'll look at the numbers. I'll be able to track you know, my cost of goods and, and things like that uh, for different categories, for different things, for for different platforms. I can track how much I sold there per month and stuff. I can do a lot of different things with Excel because it's such a powerful tool. But I wasn't even recording the cost that I was actually spending on shipping. And that's a huge hindrance. If you're not recording your actual costs, you don't actually know how much money you have to spend. Now, luckily, I had an estimate. The estimates ended up being close. So I was only off by like $100. Not a big deal. But at the end of the day, you want to be able to keep yourself on a regimented system. That's something that I need to be better at because attacking each day and being able to set aside a day each month to say, here's my day for recording different things that have to do with the numbers and stuff. I looked at what Renzi does and they take, I think like Sunday, a part of the day Sunday. And um, I'm blanking on their names right now, but they go through and uh, I think it's Lindsay, Ryan and Lindsay, of course, Lindsay goes through and she like does all of the uh, accounting for the week for the past week, either on Saturday or Sunday, they pick a day, they do it. I don't know, maybe it's a different day. I can't remember, but they do it all. They have a day and they're very, you can see how regimented, how disciplined they are because now they're, they're doing so spectacularly well with shoes and and shoes, something you wouldn't think you could sell a bunch of used shoes for that much money, but look, look what they're doing. Go find them on Instagram. Uh, Rinzi now they're doing crazy amounts of numbers with shoes. And it goes back to that discipline. It goes back to saying, hey, here's what I need to do every day. And that's something that I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting myself back to a lot more with the numbers right now because it's something that, honestly, it can really screw you up if you're not really paying attention to the numbers. I can't tell you the amount of times that I've thought I had this much money in my bank account and realized I didn't. I didn't have that much. I had this much because, or, or I guess not in my bank account, but to spend because I didn't record this amount of uh, purchases that I made earlier on in the week or something, you know, it's something where, or maybe you didn't record sales and now you think you have less money than you actually have and you don't make a purchase based on that. So it's important. It's very important to be on top of the numbers. It's something that I'm falling guilty of time after time and something that I'm going to be looking at keeping a better track of in the upcoming months and throughout the rest of this reselling career, because there's so much importance that you can gain from it. I mean, it's why Amazon is the biggest 
company right now. They are focused on the numbers. They are a data-driven company, and they do smart decisions based on the data. What what does the data show us, and how can we use it to accurately define our business and see where we need to go? And that's that's something that they do very well. They do it the best. And so for, for someone like us, maybe we can't do that, but what we can do is at least say, hey, hey, here's what we're spending. Here's what we have to spend. That's a good enough start if we can at least accurately depict that then we can go from there and try and you know figure if we need to have a few more pieces of data or a few more points of data that we can look at to say here's what we need to do with our business so that's just something i'm focused on i figured i'd share it because there's so many times that we think so many other things are really important and they are sourcing's important listings important all this stuff but you need to remember to take care of the back end of the business and do some of the number stuff, do some of the gritty stuff that you don't like to do. And something that I fall guilty of all the time of just passing over. So um, hopefully that could be an encouragement to you. Hopefully that you can think about that. And if you do have any questions or whatever about stuff that isn't tax related, because like, I'm not a CPA, so I can't give you advice on that. I can direct you to CPAs because there's a couple that are really good reselling CPAs on Instagram at not your dad CPA is just the first one that comes to my mind, but he's really good. Um, but anything just numbers wise or whatever, just hit me up on Instagram at match lava. And I would love to help you out. Um, with that being said, I'm going to go. If you guys get any value from this podcast, you just want to leave me a five-star review on Instagram or not on Instagram on, uh, the iTunes app that would really mean the most to me. I would really appreciate that because that's how I can reach more people with this podcast and hopefully help more people learn how to resell. I mean, there's so much out there to get. I've, the most people or the, getting to find more people with this would be kind of my bigger goal with it. So if you would do that, that would mean a lot to me. But um, outside of that, just have a great rest of your Sunday. Have a good rest of the week and I will get with you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.